Welcome to Seller Talks, episode seven, with my man, Zerno Music, myself, Jay Favors, and we have a special guest in the building. We have actually got two special guests in the building, but one's just sat in because he was doing some recording for me, um, Mr. Precision's in the house, but our special guest today is Jono from Revinyl, Hold Tight, and what other projects are you a part of, Jono? Um, I perform on the Roots Agenda as, as like an artist name. He's got, he performs under Roots Agenda, which is, uh, you do all vinyl, don't you? Uh, mostly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is what we're going for, because I play all vinyl myself, and it is pretty much the way forward with DJing, because you're showing your actual talents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk too much on that, because I will get some haters. <laughs> right. So, um, Alex, we'll talk first with you before we bring Jono in. What, oh, okay. What have you been doing this week? Um, I haven't been doing much. Haven't you? Yeah, no, uni work and... Oh, you're in, that, you're in that stage of uni, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, well, I've got to get the dissertation done. Not very interesting. But apart from that... Ah, oh, so I sent you them tunes, didn't I? All oh, dubs. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 nothing finished. Nothing finished, but usual. you got some dubs coming, though. I... I, I uh, should we, we've got, I got hey, another we, spin-off spooky. Oh, have you? Yeah, you played 12 again, which I was happy about. He likes that tune, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He does Dark and Cold, Dark and Cold. Oh, my... <laughs> yeah, he... We've got an announcement soon, but we, what are we saying on that annu- announcement? Ah, uh, the upcoming... Yeah, the upcoming... Seller tapes. 
single. Yeah, sellotape single. What we what, what Yeah, I was actually we... working on that today. There's um uh artist from Austria called Sora. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, I don't even know where you'd put him in terms of like genres or anything, just like he makes like weird music but he's been putting together some like one forty like dark dub like an EP together and I wanted to collaborate with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we were gonna collaborate for a tune for his EP. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he liked the idea that I made from that much, so we're gonna put it out like as a separate, <laughs> mm-hmm. as a separate release. But when I sent him the stems to it, he just fucked it up, like in a good way. <laughs> oh, in oh, a good oh, way. Oh, he oh, fucked right. it up in a good oh, way. Yeah. You know, like in like a really good way. So um, you gotta be careful with saying so that he fucked it up. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked it up, but but the way you want it to be fucked up, and then love it, man. I'm gonna send you it, and we're hopefully gonna get a release on this. So seller, seller yeah, tapes we're we're, we're pushing. Yeah, if yeah. if anyone else wants to push some tunes to send me send me them, I might like them. Yeah, you might put a little compo- compilation together. Yeah, well that's the that's the future goal. Yeah. Um, like me, we, me and um, me and uh, Anis Brintrot or whatever you want to call him because he ain't come up with a name. We've got uh, we've got a few things coming yeah. um in the future. We, like it's actually getting close now. Oh really? So yeah, it's, it's actually nearly getting, finished. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's getting close, and I'm not being as anxious with it because it's actually sounding like a full pro- project. Yeah, sick. Can't yeah. wait for that one. Yeah, bang him. All right. Anyway, Jono, what are you saying? Hello. How you been? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me down. You had um, Revan last night, didn't? You? Yeah, we did. How did it go? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was the first time we've done one at the Crofters, oh. um, so it was a new venue for us. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, w- it was nice. Um, had some people who'd never played before who'd come down and played some real nice tunes. Yeah, and then yeah, had Anina and Andy Payback. Okay, played some really wicked tunes. Um, and then at the end, uh, Natalia or Walla came down and just okay. slewed it with some sort of darker. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, yeah, always. Huh? Yeah. Um, so. Tell us what Revinyl's about. What are you what, what what's your aims with it and stuff? What 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 are you aiming to get artists doing with it? And because I know you've got some uh, like I know we've spoke before and you've got some big like it's it's got a lot of potential with uh, Revinyl. Like, I really like the idea and I'll just like uh, if you like if you just explain a little bit about it and uh, yeah sure yeah man sure. So the Revinyl sessions started about two and a half years ago mm-hmm. um, and just kind of out of an energy just to kind of in some ways give back to a scene that had really inspired us for mm-hmm. like collectively as a group of people for kind of three or four years mm-hmm. while we were going through uni um, and also a sp- to create a, a place and a space for us to play out mm-hmm. and also meet other people who are interested in playing vinyl. Yeah, I thought that um, as well. And then, yeah, it kind of just trotted on um, one after the other mm-hmm. every two weeks um, and now, yeah, on... 55 so 55 times kind of gone <laughs> quite events. yeah yeah so, yeah it's gone kind of quick but um it's good yeah it's really nice well, like 55 that, that, that that's a sort of achievement though to keep things going like cause i know nights would have just stopped at like they'll yeah. be on their 10th night and then they'll be like but can't do you not think i think the way that revinyl works like you know you can have people sign up if they just want to play mm. if there's any slots i think that's part of probably part of the reason that it can carry on because you're always going to get people who want to Play. go and play because it's just yeah, like yeah. something that so many people love to do yeah like some of the nights might be a bit sort of like wary of just letting people sign up and mm. coming down but that's yes. part of the beauty of it in some ways mm. yeah definitely it's yeah. free as well yeah. everyone loves that word yeah. yeah yeah it's always free yeah. um 
It's proper vibes though. Like I, when I went, like I've been, like, I couldn't make it yesterday because I got stuck in five hours worth of fucking traffic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the, I've been to the last. Well, I played at the. Uh, the it was like three ago, I think. And then no, actually, I played. Not last night. Not the one before. The one before that. Then um, I come along to the one at the Bell. Yeah. yeah, that was that was vibes. I really, I really like that uh, venue. I told you the story about the girl touching my leg that night. Yeah, didn't I? yeah, yeah. Well, we had to cut from the podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, we had to cut that one from the podcast. Cut, yeah. yeah, you told me to. Oh yeah, well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one. yeah. I had an interesting story that night. Yeah, yeah. Some, some girl uh, come up to me and said because uh, I was speaking to uh, you know Square. Yeah, I was speaking to Square and we were just chatting. And then I was speaking to him about coming down to the studio. And she just like went, studio? <laughs> oh my God. And she come over and just like touch your fucking leg. And I was just like, and then I got my phone out. And my girlfriend was like on my phone. And then she was like backed off a little bit. But, oh mate, I can't elaborate on that. Oh, that story was just, uh, I got pretty scared for my a sh- life. <laughs> a shining light, James. Girls can't resist. <laughs> no, it's never been. It's never been like that in my life. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you, so you get a studio. It's a commodity. Yeah. yeah, yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, studio host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we record a song? <laughs> no. Didn't you say like because um, she could smell you were smoking a zoot, and so she's like, "Oh, you smoke weed?" Yes, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's like two things that attract people. It's a double Weed whammy of studio. damage, mate. It, it, it's a double whammy. <laughs> You're asking for it, mate. Yeah, th- that was fun. I, 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 that night was very entertaining. Because yeah, after good. we went back to uh, Square's house and he was showing us some tunes, and oh, um, nice. he's got he he he's got some, he's got some fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got some hip hop. He's got some. Like, he do- obviously he does his main genre is dubstep, but obviously yeah. I'm from a hip hop background. He was showing me like a few hip-hop EPs he's done in the past. Mm. Oh, nice. And he was like, he sold, He said to me about, um, like, he went to Russia and went to Moscow or something like that. And uh, he um, got, like, he went to a record store and he got this Russian vinyl and he cut it up and turned it into, a, like, a whole, like, EP. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I would, like, we'd have to get him down on the podcast and ask him more about that because that was banging. But, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you had him down a few, few times, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, nice dude. also, what else do you do? You do uh, something with uh, you're a part of Whole Tight as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Massive sound system. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> f- firmly rooted sound, but yeah. it's just sort of the same collection of people. Yeah, that's because yeah. uh, I I don't know much about that, and which I'd like to ask you more about. Like, uh, but you you've got your label with that as well, yeah. and you're gonna show are you gonna show us some you're gonna show us some tunes in a bit. Yeah, one of them's from um, two of them maybe from the from the label yeah yeah that's banging like you you got your fingers in a lot of pies mate well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not only me there's a fair few people yeah, putting in the work so i've seen i've seen that you've got a very collect like collective of people who really enjoy the movement and i like to see that it's not like people just trying to money grab like user user really put in the work yeah um yeah. and how it's come across is like you want the community like it's like a really communal communal vibe yeah that's kind of the intention with it Mm. with the revinyl sessions particularly is just to kind of get people together and Mm -hmm. in a kind of time where there's less and less human interaction and more sort of screen interaction yeah i think people are just relieved just to have some humans about you know they Mm. can go and have a little dance and meet people yeah and you know kind of 
Um, you know, producers meet producers. <laughs> Tune, tunes have come out of revival sessions. Yeah. Relationships have b- been born out of you know yeah, revival sessions. So yeah, that's so amazing. That is relationships. We haven't had we haven't had any revinyl kids yet, but <laughs> <laughs> one day. Give it time, give it time. Yeah, yeah, we'll do we'll do the wedding gig. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sp- you have to charge more for weddings, mate. I've worked in Moss Bros and uh, a part time. Some of the money that goes into wedding, you do a revinyl wedding, mate. Yeah. Charge double the price. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that average people spend on average more on their wedding than <laughs> the like average income for people in the UK. So that on their one day, they'll spend more than they would do for, oh, uh, than they would earn in the rest of the year. Mud. Just to get pissed. <laughs> Just to get pissed. That is literally you can come down to the bell and do that for free on a Wednesday night, mate. Yes, you don't need to, exactly. don't need to spend 30 grand. They do, they do weddings someone. at Spoons, you know. Huh? Yeah. Do weddings at Spoons. Really? Yeah. So when When's that been a thing? Book it out. I'd heard about it like the other week. I'm looking into it myself. <laughs> 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 no, but um, about let's go back to Revinyl. It, it also brings people from around the UK, doesn't it? Because mm. I know, um, you know, Soma, Joe Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Because he came down. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he was saying that he saw, I think, uh, Henry from Dub Studios came down. Mm. And I think he said Khan had come down. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, he said that when he seen that Khan was there, he just went, just, he was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he gives an aura, doesn't he? Huh? He gives like a sort of aura, doesn't he, Khan mm. does? Maybe. I think it was just because like you come from Cumbria to yeah. a place like Bristol. Yeah. It's just full of producers that you've heard before and that and you're that like, oh shit. Like, so like <laughs> when you come down here it's like kinda yeah. it's a dream for dub yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a girl come from come from Brighton the other time other week actually. She's now played twice and she makes a trip up and stuff. So yeah, people do come sort of far and wide. Had a few special guests come over from London and that sort of thing. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's you got it's like growing isn't it mm, yeah thinking about starting doing some in london as well i've got a mate up there who's used to do some stuff with shack out and that's now sort of closing up so he's got a bit more time on his hands so he wants to do something sort of risk free and that's cool that is that. so yeah yeah, well, that's sort of yeah I, I, like when i played it was like it was such a fun set like it was it was so busy you, you like they pack out yeah yeah they, most they, of the time they do they, yeah they, they, yeah, yeah. Because the the two I've been to like have packed. What how was how was it last night? Was it was like did it pack? Did it pack? Um, right? It was a bit quiet to begin with, mm. um, but then we started at eight o'clock, and the Crofters is quite a big room to fill. Yeah. Um, and you know we start at eight or nine at the Bell, mm-hmm. um, but the Bell's a lot smaller, and we finish at twelve at the Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know if we were kind of judging on it as when we start at Cozy, start mm-hmm. at ten o'clock, mm-hmm. then from ten o'clock it was pretty much busy, but. We kind of don't really view our success or try not to on how many people come yeah. because mm. it's yeah. that we can't do anything about that and it doesn't make any difference for us because mm. we don't charge on the door so we don't yeah. make more money if more people come. Mm-hmm. So we sort of, you know, try and get people who haven't played before mm-hmm. or, you know, just make sure... The yeah, there's, right. a, there's, there's a few of uh, my housemates who play pure vinyl all the time and I mm. c- keep telling them... Yeah, you yeah. live with me. I do. <laughs> 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 yeah, just tell them to come down. Yeah, I, 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 well, Chris come down with me last oh, time. Yeah, 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 Chris, yeah, Chris plays pure. Chris plays pure vinyl, and he's he's really good DJ. And my mate George Dean, who I live with as well, yeah. they're in the thickness of uni at the moment, but yeah. they're really they're. Well, no, it's just Dean, Dean and me. Like me and Dean oh, are yeah, drowning oh, in yeah. uni. Chris aren't we? works at a fucking pub. 
Yeah. 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 Right. Chris has got no excuses, and Max has got no excuses. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I do not. Yeah, he. Yeah, but Max is. Well, we're not going. We're not going anywhere either way. So yeah. they can yeah. do Ma- their Max, stuff. Yeah, and with Max, he, he will just. Anytime. It depends if he's sitting in his room at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> making tunes and waking me up. Not making tunes, making bootlegs. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> bootleg he's made me. like nine bootlegs in yeah, the past two weeks. Yeah, I told him to make a bootleg album, though, didn't I? Yeah, and he's kind of taken that as gospel because that is literally what he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what like uh, Alexander's been doing as well. Oh yeah. Um, he put out a tune for free yesterday, was it? He, oh, he, yeah, because that was fucked. They had like a really sick acapella over it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, is it the Dead Press one? Yeah, it's called yeah. Woo, Woo, yeah, something. Yeah, yes. he came down and absolutely destroyed a revinyl set. Shelf. Yeah, <laughs> again, he was that. another bloke who came down and just played just a set full of dubs. And yeah. it was yeah. actually, we've, we've got it recorded. We've got, because we record some of the sets, and when our website's coming up in next couple of it's months coming. Or I'm, so I remember chatting um, about it. Yeah, going to put up the recordings on there. So we've got recordings from sort of like last 20 or so and then sort of selected a few out of them and then we're going to put them up for people's audio pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to hear Alexander's set. To be fair, I hope I hope you don't put on mine as much because I, I clanged. There was the, I was I was mixing well for about 20 minutes and then my no, last... Clang is a good. Oh, mate, I clanged hard. It shows, shows, shows that you're human, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like, I was, I was pl- basically what happened is that I couldn't work because of the Alan, he- Alan and Heath mixer. Couldn't work out. You're blaming the tools, are we? No, I'm not blaming the tools. I'm blaming myself <laughs> that I didn't know the tools. <laughs> I, I, the, the cue was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, shit. So I could hear the left vinyl a lot louder than the right. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck. So I've had to go by hats. And the last tune I played had no hats. wonky hats. Oh, right. <laughs> One of them ones. So the kick was like, it was like a half a beat off and I was just like fucking hat why do you have to beat why do them people have to make it sw- like it's the swing in it it's the yeah. swing but um with uh you got obviously re- revinyl but I wouldn't speak to you about Roots Agenda as well like yeah, you said sure. uh, you pl- you play out um you, do you play you, you played a few revinyls haven't you yeah yeah, yeah yourself have, have you got any <laughs> have you got any gigs, gigs coming up yeah I've got a couple actually I'm in Leeds next weekend for High Rise are you playing a high rise? Yeah, supporting my professor, which will be good. And nice. then on the twenty fourth, um, firmly rooted's got its sound out um, at the Black Swan. We're yeah. doing like um, sort of a clash, but like a friendly clash. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got Submerge no coming <laughs> in, coming from uh, Cardiff yeah. with Greg and Joel. It's Hal Carnix and G Roots. Okay, uh, it's their sound. And then myself, Jake, um, and Creed will be doing on the. Um, firmly rooted side which is nice and this is kind of what we've been you know going out to dances Mm. those sorts of dances and now this is our first opportunity to Mm. sort of put our imprint on you know how we've perceived the you know sound systems yeah because you play like because obviously i'm really into my dubstep you play very dubby dubstep or reggae and it's very towards the roots sort of yeah, yeah that's why roots agenda isn't it yeah you're a genius James. i know <laughs> I, I should literally be a professor um prof- <laughs> that's what I, most of my record collection is reggae yeah of sorts you know like. yeah that's that's cool though like, i i know i know um i know reggae is a very it's it's a very laid back genre. I'd find mm. it. Obviously, it's got a lot of system, but like if you're 
if you're listening from a listening perspective of just being in your room and that it's very nice chill music and you mm. can just sit down to and enjoy whatever you want a beverage or a zoo or whatever well, I, don't, I, think I can't I don't sit in my room and listen to my dubstep records I don't run at 140 BPM. That's not my. That's, that's a, exactly I, the same I, as me. That's is, I, 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 I only run at 140 BPM. I can't listen to. I can't listen to. I said to. I can't recently. listen to drum and bass when I'm. Yeah, it's I, the same. I can't listen to that run 40. I have to listen to hip hop when I'm like, or a bit of jazz, a bit of soul. Yeah, I'm yeah. the exact same. Hip hop, jazz, soul. Mm. I like. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, I walked in earlier and you was listening to oh, what were you listening to earlier? I walked in, it was really nice. It was wow. Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn. Yeah, yeah. You uh, put me on them. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they're bangers. You ever heard of Frank? Um, what no. they, what's he called again? Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn, the yeah. Brighton-based duo. Yeah, very yeah. nice hip hop. Very like lo-fi. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really into my lo-fi. Yeah, lo-fi sick. Yeah. So, right, so. Like I said, 20, 20 minutes into the uh, podcast, so let's check out the first tune then. Right, what, nice. So what we got? Uh, Glenn Brown. Um, it's a Glenn Brown tune. And actually, when you asked me to bring down some tunes, I was listening to this tune, so I thought I'd, I right. thought I'd play it. So, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's listen to it.
a really nice tune, mate. That was sounded uh, like I said uh, while I was listening to it. I said, "How old is that?" You, be, you, you said quite old. Yeah, <laughs> old, old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Old yeah enough. Um, is that, that that's the sort of like vibe you like? I would see. I would you cast. I would listen to that in my kitchen, just like making dinner or something. Like that's yeah, the sort yeah. of vibe I would be on. Yes. Well, in terms of like roots, gender, I, I mean, I generally sort of start with some sort of like old roots dub bits and mm-hmm. then kind of sort of move through the spectrum a little bit and kind of go t- you know through some more dub wise bits but maybe mm. dub techno dubstep sort of that and kind of dub tech was it did you say dub techno yeah, yeah. not really i mean that- i doesn't i'm not gonna get caught up on the linguistics of it but yeah you know, it's sort of like rhythm and sound okay it's i know def- yeah. it's like berlin like take on dub music do you know what I mean it's, okay. it's, it's a lot slower tempo than 140 and, yeah, and actually maybe one of the tunes later on that I'll play is from Babe Roots and mm-hmm. f- they actually came down they our first international guest at a revinyl session um, international guest yeah mate. I know it was mad yeah, yeah. <laughs> got on a plane over and everything it was, yeah, it was good how did you sort that out if obviously the nights are free and things like that because mm, obviously so they would have had to have paid to get over yeah sure so we um we do workshops, um, right. and we do workshops up at UE, and we get paid to do those by the university. And then, you know, we we might get 20 quid at the end of a bell session, maybe 30, 40 quid at the end of a Cozy's one. Yeah. Um, so we kind of built up a little bit of a pot, and we don't take any money out, so that kind yeah. of stays there. Yeah. And, um, linked up with another promoter in London um, who also wanted to get them over, and then mm. they ended up coming over to... I, I paid for their flight out to Bristol, went to Bristol and then got him a gig in Norwich so we went up to Norwich played that and then went to London and played that gig so it was it was good actually it was nice like, and they're super that's nice cool, dudes man. That's yeah that's, a, that's like an interesting business model mm. you don't, I don't know many promoters that kind of almost not charity events as such but use master classes as their source of income to then mm. book other artists because they usually use the artists as the source of income don't yeah. they so well do, when when I when I met yourself like Jono spoke to me about revinyl and I thought it was such a good idea. Like, it. Not. I don't think there's there's a lot of people out there who are a bit too greedy to do this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when he was talking about it just yeah. then. Yeah. Like, um, and that really shows that you are really in it for the music. It's like a cooperative, isn't it? Like, you know how like some businesses and that, like as you say, you put into a pot. No one's taking it out for like. No personal needs and that so it's like no, no. to benefit the thing and obviously if you're making money for like cozies and like you know you're bringing people in and they're spending money yeah it's no. like only right that they give you a bit of yeah of no too right man too right because on you know the bell can be like full totally full on a wednesday night and that's doesn't you know that's not always the case yeah in the bell so yeah and, and we love the bell we like going down the bell and we like supporting the bell because it's sort of the last decent boozer on the strip in terms of places that go and have a pint. Closed down, isn't it? Um, yeah, or you get these kind of tarty places yeah. <laughs> pop, popping up, and that's not really our vibe. So, um, <laughs> tarty yeah, no, places it's, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Surrey Vaults turned into a cafe and pub. Really? What? Really? I walked past the other day because I was going to meet oh, my friend there, and I was sad. like, buy Surrey Vaults, and they rang me because they, they were from up north as well, and they were like, where's Surrey Vaults? And I was like, it, not like where it always is. And I walked past <laughs> it, and it's got like a little like twee sign, and it says cafe and pub, and I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Well, that's the state. That's the state of the things at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've Getting gentrified that. and 
Yeah, Stokes Croft is next in the crosshairs. Doug, Stokes it's, Croft. It's already in the crosshairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Been in the they want. Yeah. But the thing is, I look at it in the sense of, I can understand what the government's doing in the sense they want to modernise everything, but I don't agree with it. I mean, I, it's not really I agree with it in some places, really, yeah, but no, Stokes Croft means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, but it's not even I, it's I not even the government; mm. it's just people with a lot of money. Well, yeah, it was Cabot, it, like. Cabot and Cribs Causeway are now one. And they've just bought the whole strip down to all, like um, from Cabot Circus all the way down to Broadmead. Oh yeah, they've bought yeah. the whole strip. It's just like why can't districts kind of stay like they are? We've got in Bristol, you've got a bit of everything. Yeah, it's lovely. But if you know if Stokes Croft gets fucked with, then you're going to end up with another Cabot Circus. Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah, I, I, I. Well, I mean, have you not seen some of the stuff that's been popping up there? You know, next to Stokes Croft China and that. There's like some like big like glass yeah, yeah, like yeah. restaurants and Gym. bars and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was that thing about meat liquor. Oh, yeah, I like saw the, that. That was yesterday, like the, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was like something like they were surprised that Neon was going there. And it was like, well... Yeah, what, is it that, what is it they're getting? It's some sort of fancy restaurant from London, isn't it? I don't have a fucking clue what they... I just, I just seen there was like a thing about it um, that they would they have to close down or something. Yeah, because, because there was some it. sort it's of danger, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. why, why would you like, say they put it there? Because they think it's like a trendy fucking... Like hub of people, but but it's a trendy hub for people who aren't necessarily going to be eating at meat liquor and these well, like fucking. I understand that on Gloucester Road it would make a bit more sense because that's like restaurants and stuff like that. But yeah, well, with a meat liquor, I remember they were giving away the free vouchers <laughs> for a free burger, innit? I think that was a big part of their demise. Yeah, <laughs> we I, abused that. Yeah, I've got about four burgers. <laughs> I was down for a weekend and I had four burgers. <laughs> That's before I flew out to Andorra. <laughs> oh yeah, you play you. Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, I took you to the airport that day. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I yeah it's a, it is a sensitive subject for a lot of people who are particularly from Bristol and mm. brought up in there. And you know, are you from Bristol? No, I'm not. I'm not actually from Bristol. Mm. But, um, really I was I was born in Winchester. Okay. But I actually went round to my grandpa's house the other day and looking through some family history to mm. kind of just have like keep him entertained. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then. Yeah, there was actually a Jenkins. We used to make um, trunks, like travel trunks, and there was a shop on Cheltenham Road, like eighty-eight Cheltenham Road, which is Stokes, and then yeah. also Old Market. And I was just like, "What?" what? So uh, yeah, I'm. I, I wasn't born here, but I've lived here for a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah like all. Of, uh, well, I think we're all uh, immigrants to Bristol, aren't we? <laughs> we all, uh, yeah. yeah, but I think we've paid our penance. Like most mm. of us have been here, you know, four years ish. Yeah. So well, I'm not planning on leaving anytime soon. Either, I'm so not planning on like, leaving yeah. anytime soon. But the thing is, yeah, I went like on a sensitive sh- subject for me from where I'm from. Like, I went, I went home this week just to see some family and that, and I went down the ends and that to the greys greys I went to Southockenden as well and like these places are really like there was drug copters all over the place looking there was like so many gangs and it was just just not nice to see and that's one of the reasons why I moved to Bristol because there's nothing there for me anymore like my my best friend is literally stuck in a dead end dead end job because there's a shopping centre called Lakeside yeah and it has literally taken all the local business out of Grey or Furrock, where I'm from, and it's it's just absolutely demolished it. And in it's Lakeside's so big, they've even got places where they don't have cameras, and 
there's like drifting what goes on in the car parks there's they, they've made it too big for themselves the security is scared to go yeah. and get them off the uh, get the kids off the premises because mm-hmm. of how dangerous these kids are being because they've got nothing to do there's no music yeah there's no there, there used to be a lot of football which there still is but I don't think it's talk about my mate but edit that out yeah um, <laughs> no I'll keep it yeah um, yeah <laughs> it's, there used to be loads of football teams and everything but there's not anymore and that's yeah. one of the reasons why I moved here because the music scene is popping well, right. I suppose the music scene as well in some places of London and that it's like UK drill drill and, uh, and it might not be the most like productive hey you're talking about drugs and <laughs> what they shot yeah shooting people if, and um, that life kind of on that point about you going back home though, I watched a film called um, Black of Dread or it was like a screening for it it's coming out on BBC pretty soon okay and um, yeah, it was a guy it was about a guy who um, used to select tunes on Cox and Sound um, but it wasn't really about music at all it was sort of a, a, and he was from Brixton mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of about the erosion of the community there mm-hmm. um that was really interesting. That's coming out soon. So for anyone who's sort of interested, I'd definitely I'd, watch yeah, that. I'd check it yeah, out. Sample yeah. material, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's Plus, good, man. Brixton's being done up at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah it is. and then because it was a Q and A, and he was there as well. So afterwards, they're kind of talking about it, and one of the things he said was that um, Brixton's two and a half miles away from Parliament, mm-hmm. and to have that as a big kind of Jamaican stronghold doesn't go down with the Ooh, yeah. Yeah. white delights of the Lords. You saying that, yeah. So, where I'm from, the Olympics happened, yeah. They paid all the people living in Stratford and uh, like Hackney and everyone, they paid them a big settlement and they went, move out. Like, we're 26 miles away from the centre of London. They was like, move here. All your people are going to be here. And they told everyone that. So there's a massive multicultural, uh, like there's a massive multicultural um, society where I'm from. But there is a lot of right wing people where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, obviously. And they don't like that. It, it, there's a lot of animosity towards yeah. them, and I don't. I I really disagree with what they say, and yeah, like obviously. it's a it like, and that's sort of what's like. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of kids joining up with each other and that's how the gangs are going about. And I just wish to, I, it, I didn't want to go on the podcast saying about this today, but I, I was, it, it's just, it just, it really pissed me off this week. Yeah. yeah. It pisses a lot of people off. And there's a lot of people who are, you mm. know, disenchanted with how things are going from mm. whether you're in Stokescroft or, mm. um, Brixton or from anywhere, you know, or up yeah. North yeah. Where, where yourself's from. And it's the like, bits. The bits. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like turning, trying to turn that energy in into doing something with yeah. it. Cause it's like so good sitting in like, getting pissed off about it yeah. and then there's like the next thing is just doing, doing something, something and it, does, it. it can be anything do you know what mm. I mean like just meeting up with some mates and just doing something yeah know, doing something productive I would love to um, like, actually I was speaking to uh, Square recently he played where I'm from in Grey's mm-hmm. and he said there was three stabbings that night mm-hmm. and I was just like yeah that doesn't surprise me yeah. that's not good man that's yeah. really not good <laughs> yeah it's, it's it, like it's just that's what the area is like they're just mm. it's just too much anger going around right anyway let's get on to the next uh subject segment in segment. i want to i want to ask him about the uh, guest in it guest should we not uh have a chat to uh 
Mr. Precision. Mr. Precision. Mr. Coherent. Mr. Yeah. I do want like a general. Yeah, because I, I do want to do his own. I do want to do his own podcast, but I do yeah, agree. Let's uh, let's have a little chat with him. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, boys. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to chat to me about? Yeah, well, I mean, just kind of like <laughs> the same sort of thing. Like, what, what have you been up to? Have you got anything that you can talk about? Um, been playing out, <coughs> been doing anything? Um, can talk about. Um, I've got a gig next week in Manchester. Yeah. Um, with these guys called the Culture Project. Um, it's their second night, and it's our first booking. Um, like strictly through a booking agency. Yeah. Um, so we're quite excited to go down to that, uh, and see what it's like. Um, do you know which venue you're playing at? I think it's called Stage and Radio. It's oh, right. um, in the North Quarter. So. Oh, I'm going Manchester this weekend. I wish I was going next weekend. I might have to make uh, it. It's mid midweek, mate. Really? What yeah. Day? Um, like Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Can you drive me? Because my car's broken. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> Come up for a night and then drive back. I'd get brownie points from my girlfriend. Um, maybe. <laughs> We'll maybe. talk about it. Yeah, maybe not on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, release-wise, unfortunately, my lips are pretty much sealed other yeah. than we've got a remix coming out in late March, mm. early April. No, yeah, early April uh, cool. on Context Audio. And that's under and Coherent. That was, um, same that's Coherent, coherent yeah. yeah. Constrict was talking about context, wasn't he? Mr. Yeah, Connor yeah. Bailey. Well, um, I'm Connor Bailey's little link up boy. <laughs> sort him out with all the labels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. He, he was talking about you quite a lot on his uh, episode. He, uh, he does appreciate you. And, uh, we put some nice music behind it as well. Yeah. Nice. I, 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 uh, didn't. big ups, big ups, Bailey. Um, yeah, uh, what, so you used to be called. Precision, but yep. we still are called Precision. Yeah. Obviously, I do want to do your own podcast, but when your lips aren't as tired, right? When, wh- why, why have you done Coherent? What, wh- why, why did you push Coherent instead of Precision? Yeah. Well, in all honesty, so Coherent's a duo, so it's me and Josh. Mm-hmm. Subdiv- subdivision, big us him. So let's just say that. One of us is really left wing and one of us is really right wing. Mm-hmm. When I make beats by myself, they're really, really strange. Yeah. When he makes beats, he's only ever really listened to like drum and bass. Mm-hmm. So when we came together, he was like taming me and mm-hmm. I was like pushing him into like weirder stuff, which basically ended up with like a nice balance between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the precision, like I'm still keeping going, but not as frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, for your weirdest shit in it yeah just because you know like as a creative it's nice to have different outlets but the coherent stuff's working really well like we've got a really good system and it just seems to have done a lot better than precision did so mm-hmm. just makes sense to kind of pursue that fair play yeah i always find if you're working with other people as well you can kind of like push each other like you know if, even if you like promoing a track or something like that yeah you've got like a bigger web kind of like he does it he does it with me even in podcast sense you, you push me in the podcast sense of actually getting finger out my ass and doing shit yeah yeah I do have some good advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> a wise man yeah wise nah, but I do think it's better like whenever you work with people sometimes it's hmm. so um Jono you were talking about working with people so who who are like who do you like 
because I believe like even like stuff like Ellie and stuff need like mm. bigging up in the sense of what they're doing. Like who who helps you with like revinyl and stuff like? Well, it's it's definitely not all me, and it's mm. it's a hundred percent. It's a group effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we'd like to big them people up. Cause yeah, it's, right. it's So yeah, we'll start with with Ellie or Dutchie. Mm-hmm. And actually, she's kind of a nice story with the revival sessions because I first she like messaged me out of the blue when she just got to Bristol. Actually, messaged revival sessions saying she wants to come down and play a set. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came down, played a set, got to know her. Mm-hmm. She was like had a really great energy for what, she has. what we're doing and just generally bits and bobs. She's really musical, so she then came down, maybe played another one, sort of started like chilling with us socially, and then. Yeah, got involved with the Hold Tight stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the tunes later on's one of her tunes. Mm-hmm. So she got released on Hold Tight and now she's fully working, you know, she's doing bits for the revival sessions itself. So yeah, big up her for, for all of the efforts sh- that she's done. Talking about her, mm-hmm. let's play one of her tunes. Alright, yeah, yeah. It's ash- it's actually a remix. remix. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's a Booker remix of one of her tunes. And the reason why I chose this one is that Booker's our special guest on the 24th um, for the Sound System Clash. So he's coming over from Spain. He's doing a mini tour. So I thought, Where's he from in Spain? I don't know. It's town, <laughs> but I, I, I know that he's from Spain. Um, so, yeah, it's a remix is of Booker's remix of a Dutchie tune mm. on Hold Tight Records. Right, let's check it out. Go online and cop that. <laughs> cop that. On the bunker.
That was lovely. Yeah, it's a nice tune. She's got a fucking amazing voice. Yeah. 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 So, so, so big up Ellie. Yeah, big up Ellie. <laughs> yeah, nice one. You got um, some few more people to shout out. Yeah, of course. So there's Lawrence as well, um, and he runs Drift Continentals, a bad man DJ, and mm-hmm. um, we actually sort of started the revival sessions together. Um, yeah. Way way back, um, and he helps with the workshops, and then we've got um, Jack who also goes on named Tennis Stepper and mm. we often play together and he's doing the website and Smart doing all guy. that. Yeah, he's yeah, he's sort of the techie dude. You always um, need a techie dude. Yeah, always yeah. man. And actually he's more than just a techie dude. He's got like he's got a real vision for things. So um yeah. Saying about cool. techie dudes. If you're a techie dude, hit me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were the techie dude. I am the techie dude, but I can't do everything. <laughs> like I sometimes I'm doing like ten different jobs at once and I'm just like Where's my day gone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not but enough hours in the day, mate. Not enough not hours, hours in the day, in the day. mate. Good, good cockney, mate. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, You're gonna spark me out one day for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just get turned into a geezer. <laughs> yeah. Um, big. Obviously, said big up Lawrence and then big up Jack as well. Um, yeah. So. And then within the whole tight lot as well. There's like, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of them. them. <laughs> yeah. Big up Jake. Or, for doing he's been doing bits for a while we sort of started our kind of musical organizing journey in some ways together so mm-hmm. maybe three years ago and he's been a, a big inspiration for a lot of people and has really put his sort of money where his mouth is and that's like has been you know making the record label happen and it's kind of him who's been the driving force behind firmly rooted sound as well and then it's like from then on it's just you know i mean like creed Ickle. There's loads of people, yeah, which is kind of nice. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice, and there's lots of people that contribute to, to it in their own ways. And then, kind of with the revinyl sessions as well, what there's like us who organise it, mm-hmm. but it's it's more of a reflection just the people that come down. Do you know what I mean? So, because mm. there's been like 250 people in Bristol mm. who've played. Do you know what I mean? So we we will always big it up. We like. As like, I every every week I've or not not every week I've done p- podcasts like a few weeks ago um, when I've been to one I always big it up and I've been telling people to get down to them because they they are real good fun watch your mm-hmm. mic watch your mic mate I know, yeah. Jesus Just Christ you're gonna them. kill them you're gonna kill their ears <laughs> oh I'll bring it up oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh we might have to edit this bit out oh, fuck off mate yeah I know you did it in the last one right the amount of times that got said it was ridiculous <laughs> he got it was to like, yeah. yeah it was just like oh yeah edit that out edit that out like someone would and the thing is as well because people were, like talking over each other someone would say something like, it would get a reaction from like the rest of the room but then they'd be like edit that out and it's like the most like clunky thing to try and like put it all up he done a really good fucking job last week big yeah, up you I noticed there's like a little bit where it's like um, I think Jamie's like I'm gagging for a piss yeah <laughs> And then like, and then and then so I think I think Mobs was like, oh yeah, yeah, me too. And then it cuts with about two, maybe thirty seconds of silence. And then, right, we're gonna play a song. <laughs> I totally forgot to edit that out. It's all right, mate. Last week's episode was fun though. We had all the uh, Essex boys in. Oh, Got a big geezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> football results and that in the background and that. Oh yeah, we did as well. Yeah, we got. The, well, talk about football. You're a Bristol City fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I obviously you're not a big fan of football, are you? No. And no. <laughs> yeah, you just support Man City Man because City. your mum supports Man United. <laughs> <laughs> we, we played you this season. 
And we beat Manchester United. Yeah. And then we just lost to Man City. <laughs> yeah, but that you know was mad. I remember legs. seeing that and that mm. was quite interesting. Do you know who mad. managed to beat Man City though? Fucking Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> Wigan. <laughs> Fucking Wigan. And they lost to Basel last night as well. Oh, yeah. Or the yes. night before. 2-1 mm. at home, I think. Or, but they got through anyway. So. See, if results were more like that, I think I'd be more interested in football. Instead of money incorporated. Yeah, it's just like, well, that team's got like a 90% chance of winning. That one's got like a 1% chance of winning. Well, that's why that's why people don't really really rate City is because they got bought out. By an Arab. Well, as, <laughs> as you do. And then they just got fucking funneled with money and then... What's Newcastle called funneled it's the with same, money? It's well, the same, Newcastle need it. It's the same <laughs> petrol money as um, PSG and lots of big, com- uh, big oh, teams PS- have got like PSG money. PSG is Absolutely, they got they got so much money. Like they're going into esports, they're going into esports. They're going into. <laughs> they're even getting into the music industry and like giving like MCs their shirt just to wear at rate like at, at their raves. Well, and mind that. you, you see people like Wiley. They don't really support teams, do they? They just kind of like the kit. No, he supports Tottenham. Yeah, but you see how many different kits he wears. He, he wears bare kits, but he's yeah, Tottenham. He's, <laughs> he, he's Tottenham, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Diehard Tottenham fan walking yeah. around in a Man United. <laughs> yeah, 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 he did a freestyle. I was like, oh, he's wearing a Man City jersey. Yeah, and really, it was yeah. like next day, I was like, seen him in like an Everton jersey. Or well, I think I he's like, just like wearing Tottenham because it's from. It's pretty much like his ends, isn't it? So it's like, uh, you wouldn't catch me in a fucking Man United top. I tell you, <laughs> 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 fucking Manchester. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, we had a guy recording um, recording the other day in here, and um, JK, who was on last week, asked him, "Oh, so what team do you support, mate?" And he went, he pulled down his top, and he was like, "Wait!" And it was a Man City top, and he was like, "Who you got today, then?" I don't know. I was like, no. "All right, that that shows that shows a casual fan." Yeah, but like like me. Yeah, true. I'm not like I'm not. A... Yeah, but he was bigging up. He was like, "We're doing so well this season." Proper talk about, it. and then he was just like. Just trying to have a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's just trying to fit in, James. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's well, what I, do. I get angry about football. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even like. I don't like music. I just make it so I've got friends. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going for you? <laughs> Not well. Not well. <laughs> well you, you made you made mates with Grim Sickers, so it's alright. Not really. <laughs> Nick has. <laughs> Nick has. Nick's friends with him. Nick gets the phone calls. Yeah, big up Nick. I got I got a message back from him. Which was cool, but oh. what more can you ask for? Screenshot it. <laughs> <laughs> Support from. <laughs> anyway, right. so it's time for guest gin mark, is it? Yep. For well, what? Guest gin mark. It's because we have guests in, but we ask them questions. And Moolah came up with the name guest. Yeah, Ginmark. big ups Moolah. He's fucking episode much collective. sick. Yeah, he's a revinyl Don. Is he? What Ben John? Yeah. Not M- Ben John. Moolah. Moolah. It's um it's not Louis. Ben. Louis. Oh, Louis. Right. Nah, it's Louis, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Louis. got a good... Cl- he's, he's with... Oh, like, who's in his little collective? Clock. 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 And he does a few... Like, Sir Hiss is on radio with him as well, isn't he? Yeah, there's like... They've got a good, like, network and that. But yeah. I think it's like... Clock is Kieran. Mm-hmm. I know that. And some other guy. He's got, like, a com- complicated name that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. A- anyway, <laughs> sounds like that seller uh, talks was really informative. Yeah, no, it was. Um, <laughs> you should listen back up to it. It's kind it of no, it was probably. I would say like not not dissing any of the other episodes. That was my favourite episode because it was just 
I don't know. There was this very natural. Like it, was, this... it was literally like just a normal chat, but yeah. not really, not really mm. much like informative. Yeah. Wise no fact checking around here. Yeah. Like that, but it was kind of. Yeah. Nice, nice chat. Yeah, we we just class seller talks as like more of a chat, and like we don't really check facts and stuff, and Sorry, it man. always goes well. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Right. I'm going off the top of my dome for this because I was thinking about them earlier. So, oh, cool. Interesting. Start you're... the music. No, I was going to go start with sound systems, actually. No, it's the, oh. the, the music part of the... Oh, right, yeah, the TikToks. <laughs> the TikToks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Other than your own, Jono, mm-hmm. get ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm always ready. <laughs> 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 What is your favourite sound system? Is this supposed to be like a quick, fast? No, thing you, you, you like can think about it. Like these about are hard. Quick. These are oh, right, these yeah. are pers- not personal questions. I'd say these are more thought-provoking. Yeah. Questions. Yeah. So, in terms of like roots, Josh mm. um, Shaka always does his thing mm-hmm. in, a, in a big way. Channel One saw them last weekend for mm. High Rise down here, and they. Hold right. the space beautifully yes. and do their thing, and they've been doing it for forty years. odd years or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's always nice. Um, Senai sounds—they're kind of like doing the rounds a bit. They're always mm. about. They're kind of—they've got like twenty scoops or something. So <laughs> they, they, they can do like two or three cities uh, on a night. Um, yeah. But you kind of always get sort of that's that's like they're pretty standardly good. Do you mm. know what I mean? You know, mm. I can go there and not have to wor- worry mm. about the sound. Um, but yeah, I kind of like things a little bit more authentic in in terms of like the root sound. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's pl- plenty of plenty of sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, King Shiloh's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, plenty. Of jar- yeah, there's there's a lot much, you like. Yes, pretty much bringing, <laughs> yeah, bringing yeah. up anyone. What's your favourite one sound system? Well, I like this one, that one, <laughs> that right, one, okay. the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so you you got yeah. yeah but like then uh, to be fair, I just pick up anyone who's pushing boxes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Anyone who mm does it and actually you know pushes boxes and makes things what's happen what's rattled your chest yeah <laughs> yeah I would say what's one's one? rattled yeah. your chest and you've gone uh, I cannot breathe whoa. rattled in a nice way maybe the void rattled in a slightly harsh way maybe the RC1 yeah, oh mate the RC1, RC1. <laughs> <laughs> it like, yeah. took my breath away yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah no void void's kind of like really clinical <laughs> um, but doesn't have the aesthetics it's kind of like future vibe not mm. really um, that kind of like old traditional sound system. Yeah, like style. Um, yeah, really really Oh, and Lion Pulse as well. I always like. There's kind of a, a special place in my heart for Lion Pulse. They, um, it was like one of the first sound system dances I went to, and then they've got a stage at Boomtown with Unit One Three Seven and mm. Qualitex Sound, and that's pretty much my favourite. Like 200 meters <laughs> space of the year when they're all strung up together, um, and I got a chance to play on it. So yeah, smashed it. Those nice. dudes. Picking up those dudes. What is? No, actually, I'm gonna change my question <laughs> again. I'm gonna change my question. <laughs> name one up. I know because you know a lot of artists, but name one upcoming artist that you feel like will be. I would say big in the next five years. Like not big in commercialized, but like yeah, a big around Bristol. Build a rep. Creed. Creed. Yeah, hundred percent. Why? Because he's just a bad man. <laughs> That's he's a good such answer. A bad man. <laughs> I was like, I went round his house the other day and 
<laughs> yeah, just he was even the way he was cooking, man. He just like chopping up his veg with like real precision. I was like, yeah, this, <laughs> this, 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 this guy's got legs. He's gonna he's gonna do. He's going going somewhere. He's consistent even in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the girls and he's, like really, that. he's really young as well. So and he's got loads loads of yeah. He's just he's so on it. Um, so yeah, probably Creed. <laughs> and yeah, and then, yeah, there's others as well. But in terms of like a shining light, I think he's mm. he's. Could go in mad places. Well, that, was that EP you did with uh, was it Gardener, Creed and Gardener? Yeah, that yeah. EP and that's like yeah, and he's still doing some of that boom sound stuff, which is cool. Um, and I think you know, in years to come, well, I, I can't comment on where he's going to do or what he's going to do with it, but yeah, just I think he's got he's got a real good attitude and yeah, he does music yeah, for the right reasons. So, and he's humble as anything, and I think that goes as goes as far as anything else because there's enough people out there who produce tunes that think their tunes are the best thing. Yeah. Since life's kind of complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I am God. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got none of that, so that's like refreshing. That's as well. good to hear, bub. Yeah, so Creed. Alright. Your favourite tune out right now. Mm. If you asked me that, I would just reject you and say that I'm not answering. <laughs> I would You can't mm. do that. <laughs> 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 It's subjective anyway, so yeah, you know, of course. <laughs> maybe it's um, objective completely. It's one answer. Well, this is, I'm not answering your question, but pretty much anything that comes out on Zam Zam, um, so Zam Zam sounds they're always putting out nice tunes, mm-hmm. um, and there's a Babe Roots bit on there, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and oof, favorite tune, that's hard, really. It is hard. It is a hard question. I yeah. test you. Um, well, that actually, my the last record I bought was um, by Naram, who's I think he's an Australian producer, and it's sort of digi dancehall hmm. style, um, which is a real nice tune. Yeah, so may- maybe that one. I love I love all the uh, digi dancehall that because I'm one for like when it comes to genres, I just. Uh, I I get confused with some genres when I come out. Some like Ben Waller was talking about hard tech and he had like another sub name as well and it's like yeah you just call it EDM don't you yeah I just <laughs> I just go yeah trying to dance music alright so we're on three now aren't we that was th- that was our third one yeah I think so yeah <laughs> I haven't answered any of them properly but <laughs> no no it's fine we just want to know about you in it yeah, this right. is the whole this is the right, whole yeah uh, an insight into my mind yes yeah. okay who is well you I thought you was actually asking the question no right? I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Who is who the is? Prime Minister? Uh, shit, I was going to ask like a... <laughs> who is Burial? My mate. Who is Teddy Brookshot? <laughs> who the hell is Richie Brains? Oh yeah, who is Richie Brains? <laughs> Alright. You're in your mind. You're... F- do you listen to much radio? Yeah. Some radio. We're not saying shout us out on this or anything. <laughs> but <laughs> no. Um, best upcoming radio in Bristol. What, like, as in radio station, mm-hmm. or... Or you can be <coughs> online. Mm. Yeah, well, you got nudes and you got 1020. Yeah, everyone um, bigged up both of them. Yeah, 1020's sick. It's a bit of a shame, actually, because if you'd asked me, like, two years ago, there was Stokescroft Radio, which was a proper little vibe. It was, like, underneath mm-hmm. the a Treasure Charity Shop, mm-hmm. um, and that was wicked, and that mm-hmm. was really good fun. We'd done, done mm-hmm. some sessions, and we actually put on a couple of nights down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I used to like Subsessions on... Well, I still do. 
um, on Ujima when yeah. Titus 12 or Pete ran that. Mm-hmm. And that was always cool. Um, a non-Bristol based one, um, uh, Zam Zam do Sounds from the Well on Lil Radio and it comes out every two weeks and they do Bang. an hour of their own or an hour of their selection and they get a special guest coming in to do the the second half and that is always super high quality tunes and nicely presented and just all round good listening so that and that's probably the only one that i regularly i don't miss one of those i'm banging man like that uh, uh, yeah that's you uh, like locking in that was like mope last week saying he locked in for like uh get darker for like the early years and mm. like i i I really respect that in someone who like proper locks into yeah. someone. I used to, I used to listen to um, a lot of radio, but now I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I think I've changed my mindset. Like I love tunes and that. I've just I just podcasts are good. Yeah. I just love podcasts, man. They're just so fo- like I like com- com- comedy podcasts. Yeah, they're yeah. they're always the uh, always on my Spotify playlist. All right, this one's just a bit of a fun question, All right? Because right, obviously we're Bristol, emotional Lakota. You so could both turn them both them. down yeah, and you could turn the black swan. Yeah, yeah mate, black swan's I, the one. I don't really like motion because yep. that's some like corporate thing mm. and they like lock in artists so that no one else can book them. Like, I just think that's anti-music. They might, they're doing it for sort of money reasons and that's that, that, but that's not I'm music not reason. I'm not motion either. And then Lakota's just like, it's just null and void of anything, any good spirits in there. They've all been, yeah. they've all been rimmed out so I, I would actually I don't I won't go to Lakota unless I'm involved with something there I really like this answer I really it's not I don't rate Lakota the reason why I asked this question is because of that reason because yeah. I don't really like them but I always ask people go motion or Lakota mm. and I know that motion is very on the corporate side mm. and I see if they do like it or not yeah I mean I have been some of my best nights in Bristol have been at Motion yeah, like yeah, back motion. in the day when they used to do Tokyo World there mm. there would be some ridiculous lineups, like crazy lineups, and actually that those were some like real inspirational nights which have kind of led on to mm. things today and you know in the future as well. that's a really interesting answer I quite like that answer yeah that's a good answer yeah man alright that was the last question, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to think... That's all right. If you've got any more, I'm yeah. I'm here, man. <laughs> no, we're all in right. that one there because I've got a load okay. of questions on there and it's more artist-based. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't produce tunes or anything. Like that. Yeah. Uh, Wiley or DWE? <laughs> Wiley or DWE? <laughs> it's D-double. I'm not going to do Jack one for you because you're going to have your own one when you have your own podcast. Yeah, I'm And I really... If Josh comes down to Bristol, mm. yeah... I'm literally going to grab both of you by the scruff of your neck out your room and be like, yep, put some mics <laughs> in front of you. So what are you doing now? <laughs> Record it up in the in your gaff. No, because sheepy will just come. Like I would, uh, That would be quite interesting that we we could have a house set of talks. Cold Harbour talks. Yeah, Cold Harbour talks. <laughs> but I, w- I want to call this one the Roots session. Like the, this one, I want to put... Like, it'll be episode six, and obviously featuring my man Jono, but I want to call it... I want... I want one of his tunes to be in the start the intro sound because I feel like I want to go more of a roots sort of agenda yeah, on the yeah. on the sound on yeah, this one yeah. yeah so you got what what tune do you want to show now and what tune do you want in the what tune do you want us to start with we'll start the we'll, we've got we've got an introduction tune but oh, just yeah. for you we're going to make this a roots one 
and you got one of them tunes you've chose we'll start with it okay um so maybe this tune by um i'm not even sure it's one of those two but um yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can find it. It's on my USB somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it's called, it's like a remix of a tune called Scientist um, by Frank Frank Dublin or something like that. He's a producer from Rotterd- Rotterdam in, in Netherlands. Frank, did you say Frank something? Yeah, yeah. Dublin. Yeah, and it's called Scientist. It's a, so maybe that tune is like a little intro tune. Um, yeah, we'll put that one in there. And then, yeah. The one you want to introduce now? Um, what tunes have I got there? What's You've that? Ba- what's that? Babe Roots one. Uh, yeah, I'll maybe go for that rhythm and sound one because that's sort of like um. That's what you were talking about earlier, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so this is like a remix by Accept mm-hmm. of a pretty well-known rhythm and sound tune, mm-hmm. or the vocals, and I think it's just like ripped the vocals and then just done a little rework of it. But it's um, yeah, it's a nice tune, and it kind of, for me, it sort of is a nice. Um, middle ground between the tunes and that I want to be playing and with still within like the 140 yeah. realm and I got this one cut so I think it's not a yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's, bad a, man. he's yeah. a bad man alright let's give it a listen
like that. Yeah, that was really good, that one. That was that was really good. I really enjoyed that. All right, Luke's off for a ciggy. <laughs> <laughs> He's dipping. <laughs> I'll leave this open so I can come back in and not disrupt your beautiful podcast. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big up Accept on that, yeah? Yeah, that's a fucking That was a fucking weighty that. tune, mate. Yeah, yeah, nice tune. Yeah, um... I'd like to hear, I would like to hear more of that sound. Like, um... I don't know. I I would love to go out more to uh, that. I'm I'm quite a rec- like you know. I've told you. Me and him are very like. We just like it making tunes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not about not not constantly out and not yeah. Not fucking sash gremlins or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I the thing is, that. I think that's I think that's for me, because I find you know when you think about places like Lakota and that. Because I do like the Black Swan. I think Black Swan has some decent nights. But when I go to places like Lakota, what I notice is the um, the sort of crowds that they bring. Mm-hmm. Students. I mean, it's not even necessarily students. Like I've been to a few nights at Crofters as well, where you've been having a little skunk and that, and you've you know you're getting into the music, you're feeling it, and you look around and you notice that people are like almost uneasy that you're dancing. Like mm. they look at you. Yeah, yeah. Like like a lot of yeah, students. That's a funny like, one because it's like now, you know, I c- was like young 18 19 they're so out, young to me now and then was a student myself so yeah. i've kind of like been through that and now i'm kind of coming out the other side of it but i can't really criticize mm-hmm. that because i used to go to lakota and used to get mash up and it was mm. madness you know what i mean i used yeah. to love it and then now it's that's just not really that's, my tempo I'm not, see, um, I, I wouldn't be i wouldn't really be critical of getting mash up and that it's more <laughs> it's more watching people have fun and kind of you know like you know like critique you, yeah well you know it's like if you see somebody and they're having like a good time and there's a lot of people who would like they almost find it like funny to mm. like watch people and they're there like just doing that with their heads and that like looking on the phones and being a bit because with the crofters as well I went to this one D&B night mm. and people were lining like it was like a school disco yeah. people were like lined around the outside and I mean, it was like, to be fair, it was like that for a girls stand then. on one side, boys stand on the other side. <laughs> I mean, kind of. If there was enough people in the room to like split it, girls and boys, it was just like people were just kind of stood there like, because I think it's more difficult if there's less people in. Yeah, always. To, to have like, well, to sort of let yourself go. Yeah, but people are kind of like, just if there's loads of people there, they can lose themselves in the crowd, which is mm. kind of nice. Whereas if they're the only one on the dance floor, that's all eyes on them. Mm. Yeah. But so I see, it's a like, bit more timid. But then you also think there are, there are nights that I've been to where it's been kind of like, it's still been quite an empty, not empty, but it's not, mm. it's not packed, but people are still kind of like enjoying themselves and it's less of a, I feel like it feels less, it feels more comfortable. Just slam it. Just slam it, mate. It's all it's good. Fine. I was waiting for you to finish talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save your editor. Thank you. Mm. I appreciate that a lot. But yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. And it is kind of funny. Sometimes you go out to a dance and you're like, what, what's mm. going on here? People, yeah. it's not really a dance. It's like people putting up Instagram stories and... Yeah, stuff. Snapchatting and that, yeah. It's like, oh, God, what's the fucking point in this? This is... I, we're moving backwards. I remember... Um, at your at your revival, what I played, everyone was dancing and that, and just enjoying it. And I thought that was such a good vibe, and uh, I remember taking it. Uh, someone told I took a picture of your revival. Um, it was like the flashy. Yeah, yeah. And someone, went, someone told me to put my phone away, and I was just like, I'm only taking a picture of it. Because <laughs> <thinking, laughs> it was like quite a wavy color. It kept yeah, on yeah. switching colors. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. You get I, bite it out of your hand. <laughs> no, someone turned around and was like, Why are you taking pictures? And I was just like, Cause it's got they've got a wavy 
they've got a wavy oh, what do you call what do you call it uh like a color fader in and outer in and out. I like <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could say that one. In and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, going to uh, Mr. Precision over there. Hello. What? What? Are, what? Like, I don't go to many d- drum and bass nights. Yep. How would you say that we were just talking about why you was having a nice cigarette and feeding your nicotine addiction? Um, <laughs> Bro, come on, <laughs> you're a clock in the morning. Say, that's what you <laughs> want to do. Isn't it? <laughs> you're just jealous, man. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, <laughs> We were just talking about like nights and people with phones out and cameras right. and that. Yeah, in drum and bass, I've I went the nights I've been to like we've got I've been to Ammo recently. Yeah, yeah, and that you, was a nice night and no one really had their phones out. And you've touched was... on an interesting subject actually, mm. because um, I was at um, this festival a few years back and mm. there was actually um, I met these guys that were actually setting up an iPhone app. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten what it's called now. I deleted it. It didn't really take off, but it was like an app where you basically you log in whatever, and mm-hmm. then you, when you click attending on a night on Facebook, mm-hmm. it shows up on the app. Okay. And the whole point of it was supposed to be that you could then look at the nights that you've been to and upload the videos to the night, so you could look at everyone else's videos of the night. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a cool idea, but it didn't mm-hmm. really work. I just thought I'd bring that up because you just reminded me of it and I forgot that it existed. But anyway... It didn't take off. <laughs> no, yeah, it didn't yeah. take yeah. off. <laughs> I mean, like, there's there's businesses out there now that are trying to sort of, like... Capitalise um, on that. No, no, it's the opposite. It's like, uh, if, you're, if you go and see, like, a comedian in America yeah. or something, they have these, like... If you go into the venue, they put your phone in, like, a little bag that doesn't, like, unlock until... Yeah. ...the comedian's off stage and that, so people aren't, like... Yeah, so it doesn't get... Yeah. Well... With drum and bass, it's kind of like, well, with a lot of genres, like, obviously the identification of music group, I feel like that needs to be mentioned at this point in time, Mm -hmm. because that's where everyone posts, like, dub plates and things like that, like, Mm -hmm. who's this, blah de blah Mm -hmm. ID on this one. Yeah. And it's always... I I really fucking hate that. If a track gets rewound, then everyone will get their phones out Mm. to film it to make Mm. sure they've got it. Mm. Um, it actually happened the other day. I gave one of my friends um, something. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be saying this on a podcast, but mm. no, I, I basically gave them my USB so they mm. could play out a remix of a Calyx and TV tune uh, mm-hmm. that one of my friends did. Mm. Um, but my friends actually signed to the label, like Calyx and TV's label, mm-hmm. so he wasn't allowed to play it. And uh, I was stood at the back. He played it out and it got a really good reaction, and then he bloody rewound it. <laughs> And then literally everyone filmed it. Like I just saw cameras and I was like, what have I done? Yeah. And then the next day, as if like that, identification of music, everyone's like, who's done this remix of Calyx and TV? And I was literally there, like I'm the only one with this dub plate, just like cowering into the corner. Like we had to like report it and shit. It was proper bad. But yeah, yeah basically the bottom line in German bass, things do get filmed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can only imagine it's the same with like, uh, especially like a lot of the new dubstep artists and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of dub plates going around but in that I, scene. I, I can't work out whether I actually like like that idea of like exclusivity of tunes and stuff because I know it's like an old school mm. thing. Is like you know you'd go and see a DJ. Mm-hmm. You have like, to see it's the like DJ. yeah, you see you see the DJ. They have certain tunes that you want to play, but there's like you know if you like releasing a tune because mm. it's like the uh, you know the Sir Hiss thing that came out. Yeah, Danny, Danny Uzi Vert. Vert. Yeah. It's like super limited, but it gets people like super hyped. Yeah. To a point that it's almost like I find it a bit uncomfortable where it's like, like, like 
I don't know whether I like it or not. Like. Yeah, I, like myself, I actually got that tune because I was just like walk. I was going past um, Idle Hands at the mm. time, and I was just oh, it's like five past five. They might have a copy. But then it's like playing that tune. Like, would you play that tune now? It's like, well, I don't know. Do you know? What I mean, I, I kind of sometimes feel like quite sensitive about wanting to mm. play. There's certain tunes which I might play, but then, you know, I've heard them like 15 times down at a revival session. I'm like, oh, actually, just, I'm just gonna leave this tune. Well, it's like top of top, isn't it? I yeah. think yeah. People, yeah. people absolutely rinse top of top when that. Yeah, came which up. and the, for me, the most criminal thing about it is because on the B side, there's Techers. Oh, yeah. mate, the Techers is so much better. And Techers is the one that got played last night, and I was just like. I mean, everyone, you know, yeah. I, I, by the end of that, um, what's the A side called again? Top, top, top. Yeah, I was mm. just like, <laughs> top, 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 top. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree with that. Tech, uh, techers, though. First, yeah. I heard Techers back in 2012 or 11, something like that. Yeah, I remember my mate playing it to me on, like, on a YouTube clip oh. on the Megabus going to London, actually, to, to for, like, James Z7 or something like that. We I mean, I wanted he to was cry like, a hope, little bit. Yeah. I really like first time I heard that tune. That's <laughs> a mad tune. Yeah. Yeah, it was guess we guess. You know the whole about, dance went crazy last night. You're saying about that D- Danny Uzi Vert? Is it? Was it? Is it Danny, Danny Uzi Vert? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. the tune. Yeah. yeah. And the the, the B side Taj Mahal. Right. The Taj Mahal B side is pretty good. As that's well. literally that's why I got it because I saw they did the repress and I was like, I actually prefer that tune to Danny Uzi Vert. Oh. So I was like, I I look at it in the sense I will play that tune in a grime set when people. Like I, like I think that tune is strictly grime. Like if I, I think you're wrong. I, I was gonna say that. I, I think I, you're. I, I, I just, that's my opinion, just, though, isn't it? Yeah, but my opinion couldn't like really <laughs> clash with yours mm. anymore. <laughs> just because I believe like when Top. you're DJing and stuff, mm. you shouldn't be sticking to a genre. If you've got something that's like playable within your set, like mm. I, I sometimes in the middle of a drum and bass set, I find it really really fun to just play like an 85 90 bpm hip-hop tune yes. yeah and it I, just yeah. completely Wait. the crowd well, are just like what i'm <laughs> not one to talk on the sense of my tunes my, when i actually play my tunes my tunes like even you I, don't have a genre i don't have a genre you've got the j flavors yeah the oh, j that's flavors. what i mean and i just feel like but you shouldn't really the, pigeonhole tune, and say danny easy vert should stick that, to that, that, no no but that tune yeah. i believe would only go with uh, in my head. It might it might be different if See, I actually I, played it. But imagine you mix that with like a Johnny Cash old instrumental. I I don't think it would. I think you could mix uh, Danny Burton in with like some more like I don't know some more like like loose one forty stuff. Or like then like for the, me it, it's kind of similar to Rolling with the Punches. Yeah, by mm-hmm. Peverlist. It's kind of got a similar sort of feel to. It, I literally love that tune, tune so much. Um, I fucking love that tune so yeah. much. Well, well I played like, that to me recently. Uh, yeah. We was having a blend round. Is <laughs> oh my god. That's a mad. That's yeah. a good tune. Then that, that to be fair, them two tunes together. To be fair, thinking of it, mm. they would go really well together. Yeah, the other thing I like about hearing Danny Uzi Vert in a dubstep set is off, often a lot of the time, obviously, dubstep's really weighty in the sub. And that's an, sub and end. And Danny Uzi Vert yeah, comes in. And it's just like this little melody and the bass is really low in the mix. So it gives everyone a break. But then when you go back into the dubstep, it's just got so much more impact. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, like da 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 da. And then you like double drop it with some rolling sub tune. And it's just like, yeah, you might change, change. Do you know what I mean? I think for me, like personally, like I don't get me wrong. I do like slow blends and things like that. Mm. But I just really enjoy when like. DJs try and almost off put me a little bit mm-hmm. yeah, and like yeah. surprise me. I really, it's not, I'm not saying that I don't love like really slow blends. It mm. depends on my mood, but I mean, 
What about JK's blend last week and when we was in it? Yeah, see, th- oh, that was really enjoyable. Oh, that was a God. really like progressive blend. There right. was like a 120 version. You know that video games tune, Lana Del Rey. Yeah. There was like a mud remix of that, but I couldn't. I didn't ask who did that. Probably JK played it. No, I know who. I know he played it, but I don't know if it was it one of his tunes. Yeah. No, no, not one of his tunes. But his selection is 15, 16 years in. So he, like, for John, who don't know him. So last week, um, guy JK come along and uh, had a blend with us from Essex, and he's been blending Southend and Essex for years. And uh, he played, <laughs> you know, for uh, Trek Thirty Six. It's Trek Three Thirty Six. Trek by Pinch. Okay. And it's got a very like jazzy sub, and he played Big Apple by Jake's, which is very hard hitting. Mm-hmm. So the Jake's come in. It was very hard hitting, just pure dubstep, just head banging. He he gradually lifted the bass up of the thirty six track and it changed the complete vibe. It kind of, of went into like house vibes. Yeah, it, it went into a complete like house vibes. Like four vibe. to the floor. Yeah, so at it 140. was really like progressive <laughs> and it happened really slowly. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, just like evolved the kind of vibe of the room completely. He he uh, he gave me like when I was talking to him on the way home to Essex at the weekend, he was telling me about clarity of a mix and how he thinks too many DJs. Just go boom, up straight away yeah, into yeah, the yeah. tune. When I watched him blend, he's gradu- he's riding that fader, and it's like, and he'll bring it down a little bit, tease people, and then he'll then he'll bring both of them up, and but then he'll turn the levels down, but then he'll gradually filter them in with the. I know obviously that's a, that's a DJ technique, but I feel like a lot of DJs nowadays is up, bam, yeah, next yeah. tune. Well, it, it makes a big difference. I was watching. Um, you ever heard of Solid Stepper Sound System? They're like up and co- well, not up, 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 up and coming, but like <laughs> out, out of Leeds. Like it's a guy called Dan Bingley, um, and he, they're, they're just like big fans of fucking dub, and they've started their own sound system. And they were on yard sessions last night. Yeah. And uh, Bingles was doing like uh, it was like dub roots and stuff like that, but he kind of took it into um, drum and bass at the end. Mm-hmm. But that was his like his way of mixing. It was just like super, super like precise. Precise but, in that. But really small differences. So like when the songs transitioned into one another and stuff, it wasn't like it wasn't jarring or anything. It mm. was just kind of like everything was like yeah. beautifully like diff- different horses for different courses because like RSD has come down and like he mixes like I haven't seen anyone else mix before. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He he does it all on like the the sideways fader, not mm. so much on the up and down. That's the way um, I used to mix. And so it's like you know there's a, you can do, be a bit more technical on it, and that suits some t- places and some ears. Or you, you know, if you got the tunes, it almost doesn't really matter. How selection. Yeah, it's all about the selection. Oh, quick, quick, quick question for you. Yeah, all right. This is this is going back to Gestion. Put the music back on. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be a selector or a good mixer? Selector right. or a blender? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. good. Yeah. I'd say I'm a selector, and I'm definitely. I still don't know how to mix properly, even though we do like revinyl workshops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like. Would it, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy selecting tunes. I don't pick up the selectors, isn't it? Yeah, selectors in the I'm house. And also, it's the right. kind of genre of music that I played. You know what I mean? There's like, I don't know many people who blend roots mm. reggae music. Yeah. You know, so you know, there is a bit later on in the set. There's opportunities to for me to mix, but I kind of yeah. But that's Good like the, that's like the less the less important thing if you're like picking the right tunes. That's what I know. Um, I don't know if you've heard her. She's called um, Ifeoluwa. I don't know if that's how you say the 
producer name, but she only started um, mixing recently. Mm. And uh, she doesn't really produce herself, but she was on Nudes, and she did a set on Nudes, which was like, her first radio set was all vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it, and I, I was like, one of the best sets that I've heard because of the tunes that she'd picked as opposed to like... Yeah, there's, the, another, there's the, another woman, and considering it's International Women's Day, so that's big all <laughs> <bigger laughs> them up. Um, <laughs> all the women up. Yeah, there's a w- lady called Sanan, Bridget, and she um, she's... I don't know if she can or can't mix, but she's just got a beautiful selection of tunes, and yeah. it's like... Can, you know, I think you can fully captivate an audience with a selection. Yeah, 100%. With, done with like conviction and clarity. I mean, do you know what I mean? I've seen, I, I've seen people out have played, and as a DJ, I can, you know, when you when you're a DJ, you can pick out if they've got it on time or not. But there was a, I for, forgot who I see, and it was like a Lakota or a Motion night here. The DJ selection weren't really good, or it it wasn't good at all. But and nor was like the blending mm. and people were still dancing and I was just looking at them like drugs <laughs> yeah drugs is a hell of a thing <laughs> yeah well I showed you that video yesterday didn't I um, Alex Perez at later oh Roll. yeah yeah he tanged it yeah, <laughs> he yeah. literally the link must have gone on the decks yeah. and it was an emergency loop and this went on for about four minutes and there was just loads of gurney girls just like going <laughs> like that <laughs> over this four bar loop that was just continued to play it was, it's just so funny like yeah, it makes you question sometimes that like how many people are there for the music or yeah. for the drugs. Yeah, or for yeah. some people, which is which is a big concern, I think. But then that's yeah, that's sort of what the rave scene yeah, seems yeah. built off. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah, a drummer, rave producer, yeah. producer. If you're scared of people taking ecstasy and going to your nights, you're going to be DJing to like four people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. Kind of need the drugs. Well, you yeah, don't need them. Do you know what I mean? But like for some people who are there on the drugs. Are really appreciating the music as well. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Like really appreciate. They're in their it. own little head. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I, I mean, because I'm not really, I'm not really a picture of taking myself. But there are things that, like, if it makes me this emotional in real life, mm. if I was on Mandy or something listening to it, I'd probably be <laughs> on the floor, like, <laughs> weeping. Yeah, <laughs> weeping. All right, let's do our plugs. Hit reach five o'clock, and then we're just gonna have a band come in. Okay. Otherwise, Jay Flavors, where can we find you? Uh, tapes Bristol recording. No, actually, tapes recording studio Bristol on Facebook. You can find me on J Favors on Facebook. You can find me at J tapes Insta. And if you want a rehearsal and that, or you just want to use the studio, hit me up at info at cellartap. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What about you, Zone Music? Uh, Zone.co.uk. Boom, boom, boom. Jono? Revinylsessions.com is going to be coming real soon. That's going to have the recordings on there and a little forum for people to communicate, not on Facebook or any of that nonsense. Hit us up on Facebook for Revinyl Sessions, Hold Tight Records. It's got a list. Roots Agenda. <laughs> on, there's a mix coming out soon, Some uh, maybe at some point a cassette. Yeah. Mr. Precision. So yeah, you can uh, catch me on coherentdmb.com um, or again, Facebook, SoundCloud, just oh, Coherent. Yeah. yeah. Um, same with Precision, if you want to check out some of my weirder bits, uh, SoundCloud's Precision UK uh, and that's the same with Facebook as well, Precision UK. Yep, we'll be having his own, he will have his own episode soon because he'll have um, some more info on what's coming up because he's got some tasty things coming. And what tune are we ending with, Jono? 
Um, what tune are we ending with? <laughs> That's a good question, boss. <coughs> what tune is that? Dub. Dub culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? That's came out. That was on the first whole type release and. That's dub culture with, and it's a Creed remix mm-hmm. of that tune. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, bigger. bigger. All, right. Yeah, all right. Safe to everyone. Yeah, Thanks for having for me. Down. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, nice one. Yeah.